Following your bliss means trusting that everything is going to work out, even if it's not in the perfect way that you imagined. It's believing that success will come at some point, maybe not right away, but with the trust and the belief, you can still have bliss leading up to that. Because what's the point of anything we're doing if we're just constantly waiting? As you may know, I have follow your bliss emblazoned in a tattoo across my shoulders. I wish I could remember why exactly I got it. If I think about the timing, it was probably not long after I got the promotion to band booker on the talk show, and I was newly madly in love with my future ex-husband. I was seeing bands on the regular for free and living a pretty sweet existence just in general. I was in the zone. And I suspect it's that whole thing of when you're in the bliss, it feels like it will never end. So you're all annoying with inspirational quotes and feel good vibes and follow your bliss tattoos. But it's true what they say. If you're walking around believing it, going after it, even against all odds, it keeps coming back to you. Bliss is cool like that. I'm Jenny B and this is it actually. This is it actually. Take a sip and grab a seat, cause this is it. Well, hi there. Thanks for being here. I gotta tell you, it's really nice to know that there's someone on the other side of these words. So this is the second episode that I've done on following your bliss, and quite honestly, it's been one of the most popular topics in terms of gathering voice notes. When I'm asking people on social or just in my day-to-day, if they have stories for any upcoming episodes, I'll usually list out three or four and then just see what grabs people and then sort of assign them from there. For this topic, on both occasions, I got so many responses, which makes me really happy actually, because it means that not only are people following their bliss, they want to talk about it and share it with others, which of course, you know, is that whole bliss begets bliss thing, you know, following your dreams and all that jazz. If one person can do it, doesn't that mean that others can too? I think probably when I was younger, I thought that there was an age limit on following bliss. I know that sounds so ridiculous now, especially because I am the age that I am, but I think bliss and dream following always looked mostly like young fun stuff. Backpacking through Europe, asking that guy out, showing up in a place where you weren't expected to be, but bliss isn't just for the youth. No way, man. It's for everyone. How many stories have you heard about someone starting a career in their 40s or 50s or even older, finding a hobby, the first love of their life, going back to school, Bliss isn't one size fits all. It's both big and small stuff. I've always loved the word bliss. I really like how it looks, which probably explains the tattoo. Like most people, I have a real attraction to specific words. I'm a huge fan of alliteration, and I love when there are double letters in a word. So two S's, bliss, so good. So maybe bliss seems like a fairly simple word. It looks good, it's cute, and it means pleasure and contentment, joy. Those are all nice things, but really it's a bit beyond that. Bliss actually means perfect happiness. Whoa, that's a lot of pressure on bliss, like it's the ultimate in happy. There have been times when I've actually followed my bliss, like I've planned and thoughtfully organized my backpacking trip across Europe, And then there's the times that were not planned at all. Having kids, kind of a biggie, but bliss blew off the charts in that case. 
I feel really happy when I'm writing. Even as I scratch out this episode, I'm leaning forward close to the words. My fingers barely typing as fast as my words come to the surface. It fills me. I have a lot of worries. The pandemic was not kind to me. And honestly, quitting this podcast could take a load off, but it's the last thing on the list to go because the joy. Starting this podcast and continuing to make it, plus the merch, the social, the TV show, well, that's me following my bliss at the highest level, like truly. I love everything about it. Sometimes I worry that I'll run out of words, but bliss doesn't seem to let me. I quit school, university, so I don't actually have a degree. I mean, I'd say I definitely have a master's from the school of life, but don't we all? I left because it simply wasn't working for me at that time. It was a hard decision, but also not. I remember just knowing, like I had to go. I packed out of there and packed up my life a year later and went on a 10-week backpacking trip through Europe. Now, here I am, 30 years later, thinking, hmm, maybe it would be kind of cool to finish school. Not what I started, definitely something new, but it's funny that when I made that decision all those years ago, I was totally following my bliss, even though I'm sure there were lots of people who thought that I was just giving up or it was an equivalent to failing. I really didn't feel that. I've had a little shame over the years, but honestly, I ended up in the field that I went to school for, so it never really occurred to me to question my decision. But now it looks like bliss might just be about returning. Maybe now's the time. Funny, isn't it? There's just not one size fits all. I followed my bliss by kissing strangers in bars. To be clear, this was back in my 20s and long before a worldwide pandemic. I've made the call, I've written the letter, I've asked the question. All from a place of bliss. Sometimes fear, but mostly bliss. I left a very steady and well-paying restaurant job for a six-week driving gig in TV, and following that bliss turned out to be a life-changing decision. There's a lot of bliss left in me, a lot left to follow. I really want to own a bookstore. I want to live at the beach. I definitely want to be in love again. I'll probably get a couple more tattoos, but that's the thing about bliss. It's always there, ready to be found. Hi, I'm Margot. I'm a Toronto personal branding photographer. I specialize in female entrepreneurs, and this is the story of me following my bliss. I went off to Thailand for a month-long vacation, and it was wonderful. I'd been to the country 25 years ago as a backpacker, always knew I wanted to go back, but you know, life, work, everything gets in the way. And um, I think when the pandemic hit, all of us really, well, many of us really missed being able to go and travel. And I vowed as soon as I can, when they lift it, I'm going to go, I'm going to go far. And I'm actually going to go back to this place that I absolutely loved. I took a lot of planning and marking out time and defending it. A month is a long time. And you know, you may even doubt, mm, maybe it's too much, maybe. But I'm just so glad I did defend and do that whole month. I think we all need a month off at least once somewhere. I had the most wonderful time, you know, relaxing, resting, enjoying the country, which by the way, was pretty empty. It was very few tourists, but I loved it. I thought about, you know, dreams for my business, but not the day-to-day. I really unplugged and just enjoyed where I was, the natural surrounding, the people, the food. 
it was honestly life-changing. It was just beautiful. And so I'm now a big proponent of everyone around me, you know, finding that time to really unplug, not just a week, doing it at least once and following your bliss. So when I think of following my bliss, what I really think about is being true to myself in a personal and professional capacity. I'm a dietitian, I'm a healthcare provider, but I also have a, a humorous side. And you know, my humor and how I intermingle that with science and research is a very big defining characteristic of myself. Again, not only as a professional, not only via social media, but how I interact with my friends, my family, and my clients. And you know, one of the ways this manifests is in my, um, let's say my propensity to talk about digestive health and, and poop and bowel movements. Now on the whole, I mean, there's no question that you know, good bowel health and, and regular, easy to pass bowel movements are important for good health and for, and for quality of life and daily life, right? We all want that. But it, it is a bit of a, uh, almost a taboo subject to talk about, okay? And so the amount of content I've made on social media over the years on poop, on making poop jokes or making content or blogs, like one of my most popular blog posts is how many times a day do most people poop? You know, it's one of my most shared, most read posts. So it just goes to show that people do love this stuff. And so again, going back to following my bliss and again, being true to myself and the connection between the two, you know, I cannot possibly tell you the number of times I've had clients walk into my office, whether they know me already from social media or whether they've been my longtime clients and they've come across my content and they'll tell me, you know what, Andy, I was so much looking forward to talking to you because I know how much you talk about poop on social media and I feel so, so comfortable bringing this up with you because it's been on my mind. I wasn't sure if it was appropriate and, you know, I literally just want to spend our 30 minute meeting today talking about poop. And so I think that, you know, in a lot of ways perfectly encapsulates what it, what it means to, to, to be following my bliss. You know, just last Friday, I literally went through a, uh, a poop chart with a client that is essentially a poop scoring system, right? And we just went through and we, I helped her to understand, okay, you know, if your poops look like this, this, that's what this indicates, this is what we're going for. And it's such a funny thing, you know, on the surface to, to, even, uh, to even say that, but it, it's so fundamental. It's, again, it's an area of so, so much interest. Um, and now, you know, on social media, I do what's called Fecal Friday, where in a fecal, obviously referring to poop, where I, I focus on content related to gut health, whether directly or indirectly related to bowel movements, right? And, and in the bigger picture, you know, this is what um, I kind of become known for, whether via social or professionally, is that I am, you know, I'm true to myself. If there's a topic I'm interested in, I'm not going to shy away from talking about it. Um, and I'm going to do it in the most fun and informative way possible. I do what I love. I work in nutrition. So I'm very much living that cliche that when you do what you love, you don't have to work a day in your life. And when I think following my bliss, that's really what I think about. So yeah. When I was asked to do a quick clip for a podcast about following my bliss, I was a little taken aback. Who would find me interesting enough to want to listen to my story? But really, why not me? Following my bliss has taken me on the ride of a lifetime. Just two years ago, if you had told me I would be a flower farmer and self-taught florist, I would have laughed and told you you were crazy. I never dreamed my life would end up here, yet here I am. Honestly, I've always been drawn to flowers, and I don't even really have a favorite, although I do really enjoy dahlias. I've just always enjoyed flowers for their beauty, color, texture, scent, and all the emotions they can represent. 
When my family and I moved to the country, I started dreaming up plans of flower beds. And my plan for a few dahlias quickly turned into 50, and 50 eventually turned into 500, and a flower farm and a career change from there. My business, 81 Petals, was born from that point, and I've never looked back. To me, being surrounded by so much beauty is bliss. Being able to pick flowers in the evening, surrounded by color, buzzing bees, a warm breeze, the odd hummingbird, and knowing that the flowers I grew from a seed, tuber, or bulb will make someone smile is absolute bliss in its purest form. I really do try to live a life surrounded by beauty, now more than ever. Not just beauty in the physical sense, but also beautiful relationships and also showing others love and kindness. Now, it's not all picking flowers and making pretty arrangements. It's a lot of hard work. It's getting muddy, pulling weeds and sore feet from working on arrangements for 12 hours straight. I wouldn't trade it for anything though. My new career has taken me on so many adventures, from a conference in Boston, meeting new flower friends, to starting a website to sell my products and sharing some of that beauty with the rest of Canada. I never dreamed of turning something so simple as a flower into a career path, but I really do feel like this is what I was born to do. So following my bliss? Yeah, I guess I really do have a cool story to tell. Hello there. I'm K.R. Bala, spiritual and lifestyle coach, meditation teacher, writer, and founder of Wild Soul Bloom. Like many of us, I droned through life without really knowing who I was. And perhaps like a lot of us, I was never given the opportunity to fully explore what was buried beneath all the familial conditioning, all the societal customs, and all the media programming. I was never allowed to understand that there was a part of me separate from everything I believed to be true. And now looking back, years later, I see this is done purposefully to keep a system running and to hold us all blind to a truth and strength we each hold deep within. But one day, when my father tragically died, I was catapulted into a spiritual awakening that changed the course of my life forever. It was a catalyst I needed to break free from the shackles of my life and to step fully into my soul. And it was that warm September day when I first heard the universe. But it would be another eight years until I finally listened. You see, through so many signs and synchronicities, I was being shown a different path to live by. A path completely off track from the current trajectory I was on. The one I spent most of my life climbing only to find emptiness when I reached the top. But it would take the earth to reset in 2020 when the pain of not being in alignment with my soul was greater than my fear of the unknown. And this is when I detached from all outcomes I had planned and titles I worked hard to achieve. This is when I felt the freest and the most me. This is when I began to live through my soul. This is when I surrendered to the universe. Now, my life is shaping into every vision of what those signs from the universe showed me many years ago. I write each day, which brings me so much pure joy. And I'm in a space of love and service when I help people step into their own truth, their own power. My bliss is here, and I feel I've come home. My whole life, I've wanted to be a teacher. But 
being dyslexic and not speaking until I was four years old made it really tough to overcome some obstacles in school and eventually I graduated and went to university then I graduated and went to teachers college and had a great time in Scotland and 2006 was a good year when I came back I got a supply job and by 2007 I actually had a full-time teaching job wow I was lucky then couple things happened that I won't get into, but I was starting to not enjoy every aspect of teaching. So I decided to retire. Yeah, I retired from the job I've wanted my entire life at the age of 33. To some people, that would seem absolutely silly. But to me, I had to go and chase my dreams, follow my heart. And that's what I did. I retired teaching to become a wildlife photographer. Yeah, how silly is that? Well, it's now been seven years or so since that day, and I just released my first book. I'll soon be going to Jamaica to work on my third book, and I have a pretty cool YouTube channel. I made some decent money as a teacher, and I gave it up to make a whole lot less, but I'm happier. And the person who has $1,000 and the person who has a million dollars, they both still have problems. I've been able to do some pretty awesome things because of the choices I've made. I've been to every continent except for Antarctica. I've traveled to every province and territory in Canada except for Nunavut and Newfoundland, but hopefully we'll change that soon. I've seen most of the animals you'd see in the zoo. I've seen them in the wild. And every day I end up creating these new amazing experiences or opportunities. And without retiring from being a teacher, my dream as a kid, I wouldn't have been able to do it. So I challenge you, chase that dream. Find your bliss. Be happy. This is a tip, actually. Do what brings you joy. And in fact, do it so often that it becomes a regular part of your life and you don't even really notice it anymore because it just is. And if you really want to commit, get a follow your bliss tattoo and we can be twinsies. Thank you so much to my guests, Amanda, Jason, K.R. Bala, Margot, and Andy. You can find everyone tagged in the show description and on my social. Every single one of my guests is doing awesome things and I would love it if you would check them out and give them a follow. You can find me at this is it actually on Instagram and at Jenny Besworth on Twitter I would love to hear how you're following your bliss. And if you ever have a story that you think I should hear, tell me that too. I hope that wherever you are, you are smiling. Until next time, now go say something nice to someone. This is it, actually. Take a sip and